Joining us now on the program is J.P. Gervais, Chief Agricultural Economist with Farm Credit Canada, to give an update on the meat sector. 2020 was a challenging year for sure for red meat, and, and 2021 is going to have its share of challenges as well. And, and But there's also a few opportunities, and so it's, it's all about domestic versus global markets, right? So on the domestic front, I mean, red meat is a sensitive sector when it comes to, to, uh, to restaurants and prices and so forth, right? So shutting down the food service uh, sectors has had a big, a big of an impact uh, for sure on, on producers, processors, and everybody across the supply chain. So hopefully, you know, as we're moving to 2021, as we're reopening the economy, reopening the food service sector, you know, vaccines bring a lot of hope. And as soon as we can deploy those vaccines out and then reopen the economy with confidence, I really do think that this is going to have a positive impact. If you think of Canadians right now, you know, towards the end of 2020, Canadians have never saved as much of their disposable income as they have in the last, I would say, six months, even nine months of 2020, right? So if you look at the saving rate in the third quarter of last year, it was 14%. The quarter before that, 25%. The point that I'm trying to make is that there's a lot of what we call pent-up demand, right? Lots of money on the sidelines. And once we reopen the economy, I do think that food service is going to benefit from this. And that's going to trickle down all the way down to the top of the farm. I do think that this is going to be a big benefit once we are finally reopening the economy. I think there's light at the end of the tunnel. So so I think that would be number one, the domestic market. And then once it reopens, I do think that, you know, consumers will want to splurge. And I do think that, you know, travel is not going to be the first thing that they have in mind. And I do think that, you know, hospitality and, and the food service overall is going to benefit from this. Um, I think globally as well, I think there are a lot of different things that are ongoing. I mean, in the last couple of years, one of the big drivers in the global markets has been African swine fever in China and how much of their production, especially when you look at pork, how much of their production has declined. And yes, they're a big consumer of pork, not so much for beef, but they did try to source proteins from, from, from different sectors, right? So poultry imports, beef imports, and of course, pork imports as well have been going up as well in China. Now, the one thing that has changed, I would say, in the last couple of months in 2020 and certainly in, in early 2021 is that um, they've been rebuilding their herd uh, faster than I believe everybody or anybody estimated. And so what it does is that uh, if you look at some of the statistics coming out of China, and of course, you always have to be, uh, be a little bit uh, uh, skeptical in some ways of, of the numbers that are coming out. Uh, but but I, I think, you know, all different sources and, and data that we have point out to rebuild that this is a little bit faster than what we thought. And so um, this could actually have an impact on the global demand for proteins, as well as the fact that if you think of pork, for example, we still have a few processors in Canada, or quite a few actually, that are not yet licensed to export to China because of COVID-19 and the spread of disease within the plants. And so... Um, all of that together, I think it raises a few question marks around the strength of the export market, especially if China is able to rebuild. And a strong sign of their rebuild is actually the amount of feed grains that they are importing right now. So overall, I think it's a important to keep an eye on this. And then finally, I would say that the third factor would be um, what's going on in the, in the uh, in grain markets, in grains and oil seeds. And so some of the appreciation that we've seen in late 2020 is obviously continuing into 2021. We're seeing prices reach a, a really high level, and I do think that until we get to the new crop year, until we get you know the 2021 crop.
drop in, and then we had a little bit more. There's less uncertainty as what uh, what, what kind of supply are we going to get, especially from South America right now, but also ultimately in the fall here in North America. I do think that might be um, a few uh, upward pressures on prices, and so that's going to challenge profit margins as well for livestock producers. So I would say on the demand side, look at the domestic market reopening, global market, a big unknown as to what kind of strength is there going to be for red meats as well as uh, feed costs when it comes to profitability. That was J.P. Gervais, Chief Agricultural Economist with Farm Credit Canada. Saskatchewan's Water Security Agency released its 2021 preliminary spring runoff report. Glendalee Allen Vosser talked with spokesman Patrick Boyle about the conditions this year. Patrick, set the stage for us. Take us through the report, if you will. Our preliminary look at things has some uh, varying conditions uh, across the province. And um, if you're kind of looking at the, uh, you know, central to southern part of Saskatchewan, uh, pretty dry conditions. And probably most producers can t- in those areas can tell you that right away. And, and we're looking at that, you know, below normal to well below normal runoff this year. Uh, and that's all due largely because of our summer and fall uh, moisture conditions going into winter freeze up uh, here in, in at the end of 2020 and didn't see a lot of precipitation in, in summer and fall in a lot of those areas. Uh, there's a small pocket there down in the southwest that did see a little bit more than others. Um, but for the most part, those regions are, are fairly dry. And then, you know, if you go to the northwest and northeast part of the province, it's a little different where they saw, you know, more, more moisture in the summer and fall and in some areas saw some flooding and and in the far north there's a significant amount of precipitation so you kind of have a a mixed bag of of everything in the province right now. Of course as you mentioned we saw some areas last year extremely dry and that really sets the stage as we look for more snowfall to really push us through this. This is our initial look at it, and, and we look at the snowpack, and, and, and the snowpack is generally, you know, below to near normal in a lot of areas um, in the southern part of the province. And, and you know, having said that, the caveat, and nobody likes to hear this, uh, Glendalee, is that we deal, we still have eight to ten weeks of winter, so things can change and depending on what kind of snow and the timing of that if you get a you know closer to spring and that heavy wet snow and 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 a sustained period of that it can you can change things a little bit but uh right now if we had our normal conditions going forward we're we're looking things are going to be fairly dry here in 2021 below normal runoff around melford saskatoon areas they didn't get the precipitation that some of those areas in the northwest or northeast did. So they're, they're fairly dry in those regions, too, and, and looking at a below normal situation and right now. So we're, uh, we're, we're, we're looking at that, and we'll be doing more, more snow surveys in a lot of these areas to try to firm up that as we get into our uh, first official forecast in March. The area around central and, and southeastern Saskatchewan, even drier than the southwest. Yeah, it's, you know, the southwest compared to the southeast part of Saskatchewan, very different stories there. The southeast is uh, fairly dry in all those areas, kind of looking from, you know, go Assiniboia, Weyburn, down to Estevan, Broadview, that kind of band. Uh, very dry conditions in, in a lot of the southeast corner and just didn't get that precipitation in the summer and fall that, uh, you know, we normally do. That's Patrick Boyle, a spokesperson with the Water Security Agency. 
for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. That's it for the Prairie Egg Wire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Egg Wire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.